From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome to this Thursday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready. Two days away from Ole Miss and Southern Miss in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Pete Taylor Park, 3 o'clock first pitch for that one. So we'll talk about uh, potential implications to that a little bit today. We will uh, hit some other topics. Neil's got a mailbag up at rebelgrove.com. Maybe we pull a couple of topics from there as uh, as well. So hope all of you guys are having a wonderful morning. The, the YouTube notification did not come through, so it's a little bit of a late-arriving crowd. We were trying to give you guys a second to uh, to get there. I don't... I don't really understand why it's hit or miss. I subscribe to it on my own phone just to be able to tell every day whether it was coming or not. And today, it uh, it did not. So uh, anyway, good bit of baseball today. Some They're out to get us, damn you. it! They're out to get us. Censorship off of YouTube. Not yeah. One of, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are they are huge Mike Bianco supporters, and they are trying to stop conversation today. Is what that's what that doing. is. Yes. So we'll uh, we'll hit those. More coming up today on the show. The Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. You know, to take a picture of the QR code when you're at the pump or just go to the App Store and download the Exxon Mobile app. 1,000 bonus points, $10 when you do that directly at the pump. Even the tank you're filling up at the time. Lunch specials, five sixty nine, two sides of bread, 32-ounce drinks. That 10 bucks comes in handy with gas prices where they are today. So all Blue Sky locations up and down I-55 and throughout North Mississippi. Check them out. Again, coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 is that number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for, and he'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. Um, <clears throat> you um, you get that quote, and you do with it what you will. You can shop it around, of course, or you can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. You will love the product. You'll absolutely love the service. Corey and the people at Clark Ford go above and beyond. They want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. They'll prove to you what that means when you make the call. 662-257-1900. Guest join on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters on the Square in Oxford. If you are uh, not going to Hattiesburg, looking for a place. I know you can go to Swayze. You're looking for a place that has air conditioned and has uh, beer taps and Mm -hmm. and bourbon and such. You might need that at some point over the weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rafters has that. They've got great burgers, po' boys, and more. It's uh, Rafters on the Square in Oxford, also Rafters in New Albany, and then Rafters on the Water this weekend. If you're just like, hey, I I can't deal with this, I'm just going to get out on the water and have a few margaritas and whatnot, you can do that as well at Rafters on the Water at Sardis. Yeah, I don't feel like – there could be some people in a Game 3 that do sort of your Game 7, 2003 thing where I'm just going to go watch a movie or – Sit at a bar and leave at a moment's notice, or whatever it is you decide at that at that point. So yeah, my game seven twenty sixteen experience was whew. oh sixteen, not three. Oh three, I went to a movie. Yeah, you did. You skipped it, didn't you? Yeah, game seven. And at that point, I mean, I you, you you could have checked the fo- score from your phone, couldn't you? Have? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. You didn't, or you did? No, I didn't. I knew they were going to lose. Was it over when you got out of the movie? Just about. Okay. They were behind. Because yeah. they had a lead in like the fifth or the sixth, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I never I never considered the Cubs would win that game. I knew they would I knew they would lose. 
You, you don't lose game six like that and bounce back the next night. You just don't. Uh-huh. Human. But 2016, let's just put it this way. I've never had another drop of Baker's since that night. Is that what you were doing? Oh, God. And didn't realize how much I'd had. Yeah, but that... Well, and then the adrenaline, the adrenaline wears off, and it's like, whoa. I, I promise, guys, we'll get there in a second. I... That experience, though, is different from for you that night if Carson isn't so into it and you had to play parent for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gone if not for having yeah. to be like, okay, I got to make sure he's all right when – what was the kid's – what was the kid from the hit the two-run homer? Davis yeah, hit the home run. Yeah, I can remember yeah. his name. Um, yeah. yeah I to, that's I a different to, situation at that point. Yeah, I had to go from Cub fan to dad mm-hmm. quick. With a lot of bakers in you. With a lot of bakers. And I didn't think – but I don't think I realized it. And then they had the rain delay, and we flipped over to a Thunder Clippers game. Ooh. And I thought they would rain delay for hours, right? And then 20 minutes later, they're back on the field. And it's like, oh, shit, here we go. They put the tarp out? Yeah. They did? Okay. Yeah. So, anyway. Not trying to make a podcast about the Los Angeles Angels, but to mix up their thing last night, they all uh, did walkout songs to Nickelback last night, hoping that would break their jinx. Oh. It did not. They got beat one to nothing and lost their 14th straight game. That's the music equivalent of a slump buster. It is. Yeah. It... it, it. <laughs> It, that's something, though, you actually you would expect from Joe Madden, and he has been fired. That that feels like more of a Madden thing than a after-Madden thing a couple yeah. days. Um, yeah. They're, look, Supposedly, that locker room is toxic. Really? Yeah. I, I get that, especially in a 162, I get their superstition. You try something. You're trying, to, you're, you're trying to calm them down. You're trying to make it lighthearted, just play. That's the goal in this. But I saw a tweet from, I guess, Buster Olney this morning talking about it. As he had talked to a manager, he said, all the gimmicks are great, but what happens when they don't work? What do you do the next day? Like, at some point, the process or whatever gives you the best chance to win that day is what yeah. gives you the best chance to win that day. You're not you're not losing because your walkout song is any particular thing. No, we joke around about superstitions and stuff like that, but that's not why you win or lose a game. Yeah, you can calm people down. Sure. Anything to try to get them to take a breath. Sure. I mean, that was the thing, you know, I, I've told the story. It's why I, mean, I love Ole Miss this weekend. I love them this weekend. I, I'm betting on Ole Miss this weekend. I might literally put my own money on it. Yeah. One team is just going to be tighter than the other. And that's Southern. Yes. <laughs> Not to, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, friends. you're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we don't have to talk about Nickelback very long. But, no, I mean, I was saying it was, I mean, 2014, Ole Miss had lost all those Super Regionals before that. They lose game one, and – they did two things in, in 14 to calm down. Mm-hmm. They had Christian Trent, who had become the most cocky human being on the planet, who told him to chill out, we got this, don't worry about it, I'm, I'm all good. He literally walked up and down the food line in pregame, pointing to his arm and goes, I would, don't worry about it, we're, 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 we're good. And they put a little tub of Vaseline behind Mike Bianco's head. Godwin did. And it was just kind of a joke when you get in the dugout, calm down, loosen up, we're all good. And it was kind of, and it worked. They were, and in game three, they were playing freaking freeze tag in the outfield. At that point, switch had flipped. So, yeah, yeah looseness, all that stuff, it matters. Um, what does it say? Southern, the environment is going to be tight if Southern gets behind or has any struggle. Yes. Like, I don't know. It, I don't always know how to relate that to players, but the environment will be kind of ready to explode. And if it doesn't explode, it could get a little weird there for Southern Miss. The Ole Miss guys are excited to be playing. They were dead. They got new life. 
They were dead. They look. The they tr- woke up that morning not thinking they were going to play another baseball. The game. truth is, they left Birmingham on Wednesday and came and came back here thinking their season was over. Now we can do we can do some semantics and we can talk. They were still practicing, but kind of. Was... They were doing some half-hearted inner squads, but deep down they thought they were dead. And over the course of that weekend, everything that happened made them think, "Yeah, that was another bullet." Yeah. We're deader than we were a All the way ago. up to Sunday afternoon when Michigan wins. I mean, it was just one thing after yeah. another, after another, after another. And then they win. They get a win. The NCAA lets them in. And their attitude was, oh, God, we'll go anywhere. It doesn't matter. It just we get to play? And you saw that last weekend. I taped this, uh, Peyton Chatney yeah. uh, with The Rogue, uh, 4450i55 North in Jackson, therogue.com. Please make them a part of your shopping for menswear. Stop on the way down. They've you made, can go through Jackson yeah, to Hattiesburg. They've made that show possible, and uh, Peyton's been great. Pick up some powder blue gear. Yep. It'll, you get that there. Um, but we were talking about it. And um, he talked about how loose they were last weekend. They were just happy to be there. They knew they knew they'd been kind of given a gift. And they loved all the people. They don't belong. That's, they wanted to prove them wrong. Chip on their shoulder with that. And then just, hey, we get to hang out together. They like each other. They're friends. And it was like, what was the rain like? Ah, I get two extra days in Miami. You know, I mean, and they, they, they played high-level baseball. And they won. And now they get to go to Hattiesburg, and they've been there before, and they've seen – a zoo and, and it was a circus and they won and it was kind of fun and it was crazy and they heard all the fans yelling at them and I think they're looking forward to going again. It's not a lack of respect for Southern Miss. They know they're good. Look. Everybody good. There's 16 teams left. Yeah. They're all good. Yeah. One of these two teams is going to play in the College World Series next week. You don't get to this point without being good. Yeah. All 16 teams. Connecticut's good. Yeah, sure. Are they as good as Stanford? I don't know. But are they good? Yeah, they're good. They made it to the Sweet 16. Anyone can win. Baseball, yeah. two out of three. Oklahoma's good. Texas A&M, good. North Carolina, good. They're all good. 16 teams left. But this team's not going to be super tight. They're playing on house money. Southern Miss, historic season. Heard that word historic season. Okay, well, then Miami loses and we get to have it at home and there's a lot to lose. Yeah, that home super regional, that fan base, it's just... You can... Those things can get weird. If you don't have the right type of mentality, like Tennessee probably would prefer to play in Knoxville because it feeds their thing. But there are a lot of, a lot of teams that kind of like... You felt like last week... Southern had more of a free shot during the home regional with LSU because yeah. they they responded pretty well last they week. They did. Yeah. No, they played well. They won three in a row. They come back on LSU. They did. Kind of matched the blow by blow there in game three they for did. the most part. But LSU had an Achilles heel, and it bit them. LSU just had a lack of pitching this year. They did. Just didn't have enough. LSU lost a lot of those games this year. Slugfest that just. They couldn't ever get the outs. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hilliard wasn't some ace. No. And he wasn't particularly effective the other day. And so they had to get – they're just 
darts at the wall. I think Ole Miss's bullpen is a little better positioned right now than LSU's was last week. And look, that was LSU playing a fourth game. Had Ole Miss had to play a fourth game, it might have started looking kind of squirrely. Oh, it would have. You know, they didn't. They they handled it the right way. So I just think a lot of the intangibles point toward Ole Miss this weekend. I don't think this look, this team's played come on, let's not do let's not do the environment thing. This team's played series at LSU. Arkansas. This team has played series at Arkansas. Miami. Yeah. Miami. Yeah. I mean they've 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 played in the past two years, they've played at Mississippi State. They've they've played in environments that are loud. Stop. A and M. Yeah, yeah, it's the SEC. They've played in they've when they went to Arkansas this year, it was a, you you couldn't get a ticket. Boy, it's, it, it wasn't a disrespect thing. Like I think because we're so again, I've said this seven thousand times. So if you're a listener every day, most of you are. I get to repeat this, but it bothers me so badly when the media asks somebody a question and they give an honest answer, and the media goes, oh, "He said that." It's like. What do you want him to do? Go, yeah, I mean, really, it just, you know, we just want to try hard and show up. I mean, Hunter Elliott, over and over and over again, goes, goes, we've played in the SEC. I pitched at Baum Walker. He goes, I gave up a home run to give up the lead, and they're calling the hogs. Like, it's, yeah. I, I've seen some things. Like, it's been a minute. You Again, know I mean, I mean like, you it, couldn't it, get a ticket that weekend in Fayetteville. Yeah. Okay, they've played in these environments before. They've played in Oxford where you couldn't get a ticket. Yeah, he's just kind of shaking that off multiple times when I ask him. He goes, I, I don't sure, it's fun. Been there. I don't know. Like he's pitched in crowds. Yeah, yeah. But it's a great example. Was that his answer? I've, I gave up. A yeah, home run. yeah. He's what he said. He go, he, he goes. He goes. Try giving up a fifth inning home run and to give up the lead in Fayetteville, and they're calling the Hogs. Yeah, thirteen thousand like people calling the Hogs. It gets loud, and they're a lot of them liquored up, and it gets kind of yeah. Come on, and you got to go make the next pitch. He's done that before. He had to match pitch for pitch with Palmquist the other day, who was really, really good. I, I don't know that people – It was the underrated part of the regional is how good Palmquist was. He was really good. He and Elliott, that was fun to watch. Hunter knew, hey, if I give up four here, a, we're losing. Yeah. That was in the first inning. Yeah. I mean, that was – was guts. That that kid was a really effective pitcher. I mean, he he was murder on left-handers. Now Miami's got to be kicking itself a little bit. You had runners everywhere. You set up. You got Palmquist saved. The winner of that game was going to win the regional. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think if you're Miami, you look at it and go, you know, we 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 gave ourselves the best path and we just got beat. We'll live with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you shrug and move you on. You didn't give it away. Oh, no, no, no. no. Elliot, Elliot pitched you pitch for pitch, and the guy that got the two-run hits, one of the best hitters in the country right now. And when you lose to Arizona in game three, you go, you know what, mine has not been good enough. Yeah. Because you you lost the next game. It's not even like you got back and you go, well, damn, if we'd been 2-0, and oh, well, no, your day three I lost. Yeah, and when you lose that game right there and you have to turn around and play an hour later, it's human. Shoulders drop. Yeah, you, kinda... you, know, you know, you just – you know your path just changed. You needed to win with your ace on the mound. And, and you, I said Nats. It's termites in Hattiesburg that you're getting all over them. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I think it's termites. Like flying through the air and stuff? Yeah. Oh, you haven't seen pictures? No. Yeah, like Peyton is in a picture standing at second base, and he's like swarmed by bugs. They're like all around him. Oh, wow. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I'd seen that. I would have asked him about it. Yeah, I'll try to find it. Um, so. 
So Neil thinks Ole Miss is winning. Uh, I do. I like their chances in Hattiesburg. Well, but what if they do? What if they don't? That is a question <laughs> that, uh, that comes up. We'll, uh, we'll hit that in a second. If grinds in our stream, sorry, we're going to beat the crap out of a horse for a little while today. So uh, we'll get to that. But before we do that, Johnston Hill Creamery, johnstonhillcreamery.com. They announced it yesterday on Instagram. You can go to their Instagram page at Johnston Hill Creamery. They got a Father's Day box with their uh, Mississippi Shake, Home Place Pasture Charcuterie. Jalapeno honey jam, mixed nuts, and a cheese knife. Good price on that. You can call, email, call or email to pre-order or pick up. Pick up June sixteenth through eighteenth. Great thing for Father's Day here coming up soon. Give them a call 662-419-9201 or cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com. It's uh, camp season at Southern Traditions Farm, thirty-two stall, sixty-eight acre upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. They've got sand rings, grass rings, miles of wooded trails, so much offered there at Southern Traditions, including the camp season. Like I said, it's June, goes through the month of June, Monday through Fridays, 8.30 to 2. Get in touch with uh, Susan Walt uh, via Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Uh, Bell & Grove is a logistics provider with more than 35 years of transportation industry experience. They're based out of Chattanooga. They can navigate through supply chain issues while also leaning on their partner carriers to get the most competitive rates possible for their customers. They can help design a custom solution for their shipping needs, and they also can accommodate you for air and ground expedited services for customers who need to move product quickly. For more information, call Daryl Oliver, 865-672-6557. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward and chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. Call Corinth Dental today. For a no-cost digital scan of your teeth, let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. And we are brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. GrenadaNissanUSA.com. I guess also brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally here in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync. Your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. One delivery, one carryout, and you have everything you need at one time when you need it from G&M or with Tyson Drugs there in Holly Springs. Remember, with their uh, their med packs, they'll individually package your medication. For those who need that extra step, you're trying to help parents maybe with their medication, morning pouch, evening pouch, everything you need in one spot when you need it. Again, that's 662-236-2222. Saw it here. Just run over these quickly. Uh, Some of the teams, the uh, College World Series odds, Spencer put them into the the stream. Tennessee, plus 150. You're only getting one and a half to one. I'll pass on that just because that's that's not enough to, uh, to take a bet. Stanford at 700, Virginia Tech plus 800. I love Oregon State at plus 900. If I just had to throw one, that's where I would uh that's what I would throw it at. There Texas 1200 is not a bad bet. I don't hate that one at all. North Carolina 15, Arkansas 15, Ole Miss plus 16, A&M plus 1600, Auburn plus 1800 and Southern Miss plus 2000. I don't hate Ole Miss at 1600. <laughs> I, no, look, if you're going to do the 1600, I mean, A&M and Ole Miss, you go, ah, eh, what the hell? Sure. I mean. Yeah. I don't, 
be honest, I don't hate. The I want a team from this side of the bracket. Yeah, I don't. That's what I was going to say. I don't Oregon hate State, the, Ole Miss. I don't hate the North Carolina Arkansas winner at plus fifteen. No. I, I don't hate that at all. No, not even a little bit. Because once you get to Omaha, if you win, you get some time, and if you win twice, you get real time. And look, I know what I saw with some of these teams that got fresh out of Hoover. Yeah, the ticket prices are insane this weekend. I mean, God bless all of y'all because it is. Yeah. Three and four hundred bucks to get in. General admission. Yeah. Feels stout. That feels feels inflated. It, it feels inflated. Yeah, that's the hotels were certainly inflated. Checked that pretty quickly once they uh, they they got there, and that was a that was a mess. So, look, this could be a moot point. The decision may have already been made, um, but Mike has no nothing to worry about at this point. There's a lot of people that believe that. Certainly possible. I don't know. Keith has not exactly told me the answer to that. Uh, fan perception, though, and I, I think it's notable to try to figure out what that is, what that looks like, the people on both sides of the fence, who's come over to the other side or at least accepting – given what happened last weekend. There's been some movement there. I've talked to some people who've said, yeah, you know, I really wanted them going, but I get it, and it's hard, you know, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, to where, what this series means, and what should it mean, and what it's actually saying one way or the other. I think I, I think it's pretty fascinating, because what, there's, there's there's one thing we know for 100% sure. If he wins two out of three games this weekend, Mike Bianco is going to get an extension in a race. He's going to be rolled back over to four years, and he's probably going to get a bump in salary. Yep. I've been told multiple times he really doesn't have very many escalators in his contract, but Omaha is definitely one, and that would give him a some semblance of a raise, even if there's not a renegotiation into next season. As it should. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't get to remove the Omaha uh, uh, escalator out of the contract. so No. We know that for sure. That's 100%. We're 100% sure of that. A loss in two or three games will make me want to go sell insurance because it is the perfect storm. Yeah, I'm just going to tell you something right now. I'm going to get ahead of something on rebelgrove.com. Yeah, uh-huh. Go ahead. If it just goes to hell on Monday. Saturday, Sunday or Monday. Would that be a black Monday? That would be a black Monday. It would be a probably even blacker Tuesday, and I, I'm I can only moderate so much before I just sort of lose my mind and go, okay. Have well, a, after Tennessee Tech, we gave them 24 hours. Have 24 said, hours. Do whatever you want for 24 hours, and we'll see you on yeah. Wednesday or whatever day it was. And the person that sends me the report, the report thing that goes profanity, it's like, yep, yeah. yes. What did you expect when you opened the site today? What was it precisely that you expected? So anyway, go ahead. Sir. No, you're fine. Because, look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be quick here. Most of you guys are, are aware of this. I've had multiple people tell me, you know, talk to people around Ole Miss, and if you give the really pro Mike Bianco guy 30 minutes, you'll get done and go, wow, the consistency, and you know, I, I want to build him a statue. And you give the anti-Bianco guy 30 minutes, and you go, I want to fire him yesterday, and he's never going to go over the hump, and the program sucks, and it's not a top half of the SEC job. Or somewhere in the middle? Sure, of course. Almost always. 
this season in a loss, in a situation where Ole Miss, because that, 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 look, again, if they win, there is no conversation. So that's why we're focused on the other side of this. Two or three games, it gives both sides extra artillery for days. I mean for days. Where the one side goes, hey, he finally won a road regional. They weren't tight. They just lost. They played on the road again. And look, they did this and they whatever. And look how they got hot. They were dead in the water at 7-14. And they came back. And hell, this was one of Mike's best coaching jobs. Wrong? No. True? Fine? Whatever? Sure. And the other side goes, one for 22. Another super regional loss. Mm-hmm. He is now one in nine or one in ten in games to go to the College World Series. That is a problem. Yep. And that is why we are firing him. And if that that's the only because look, that is why if you ever fire Mike Bianco, that's why you're firing Mike Bianco. That's it. That that's that, all you got. And that's something. But it's all you got. Yeah. But it's but it's something. Yeah. We but pay it's him all the second got. most of anybody in the country, or third most of anybody in the country, or fourth most, or whatever that mm-hmm. number is. And by God, he can't get to the College World Series. There's been this many teams. Tennessee has gone more than Ole Miss has. Sure. Southern Miss at this point will have gone more than Ole Miss has. Yeah. And this that that will that's a talking point. Yeah. That that's not going to not come up. Oh sure. The winner of this game will have gone to more College World Series than the loser of this game since ever or since the seventies when Ole Miss went a ton. So. It, it, I mean, it is ripe for the ultimate just... Yep. I mean, I... Oh, it's it's powder keg, potentially. To the point that we're... We don't even disagree. Neil and I are playing a little devil's advocate in the complicated nature of this, is that in, in very pragmatic ways, the tenure comes down to two out of three. In very real ways. The conversation you and I were having... Yeah. ...before we started, and we weren't arguing because we yeah. I, I i i was just making the i was kind of playing debate school right we get that sometimes i'll leave and go god y'all are really mad i'm like what were you talking about <laughs> yeah. i don't know <laughs> yeah. well that happens to me routinely yeah. someone goes what did y'all talk about on the show today i'm like i don't know yeah god, i really don't remember um but we were having this kind of a debate sure. argument right where you and if you ever had if you ever were in debate class you were handed a here's your argument this is yeah. what you're arguing Lock trial today. you get one side or the other yeah so say this series comes down to Monday. They really sp- either way, but sure. they split Saturday or Sunday. But I'm doing this for the sake of what I, what you and I were talking about. Okay. Ole Miss wins one, loses one. However you want that to happen, up to you. Monday's one game, winner goes to Omaha, loser's done. Nine innings. Nine innings. Third year in a row. Third postseason. At that point, this is the problem that I have with this, and I get it. I mean, if Ole Miss makes a move after this weekend, after a loss, I get it. I understand it. I get it. But it literally is down to that one game. And when people go, no, it's not. But it is. Because if X leads to Y, there are no variables. The variables don't matter anymore. If you get down, so, so and then you can keep boiling that down. Say after the sixth inning, it's two to two. So this is down to a three-inning decision? What if it's two to two after the eighth? This is down to a one-inning decision? What if you have a three-to-two lead in the ninth and your left fielder makes an error? I watched that happen in uh, Oklahoma State the other day. Your left fielder comes in for a ball and falls down. Two-run score, you lose. 
So the decision came down to one error in left field? People go, well, no, it doesn't work like that, but it does. And this is my point, and you and I never got this far in the argument because you're like, hit the button, let's go. When you get to that place, frankly, in my opinion, as an administrator, your decision should already be made one way or the other. You should have never allowed it to get to that place. If it's on the table in that moment, you were late doing it before. Okay, two two different topics to go one at a time. Mm-hmm. Where th- th- this is the most fascinating, honestly, from a sheer semantics as far as yeah. chess moves, it's the most complicated thing that, frankly, in Ole Miss in the last two decades. There's yeah. been no football change that's been this complicated. There's been no basketball change that's been this complicated. Well, they made, they made it complicated. But, but no, not but, from a but on-field, right. what do you do standpoint. Right, sure, sure. Because under that argument, well, sure, but when were you firing him? Because, look, Keith played a game of chess last year and lost. Yeah. He did. But I understand why. Well, they incur- I don't blame what he well, did. They wanted him to do it. Yes, I'm saying. He didn't, he didn't do it behind their back. No, he couldn't. To do what he was trying to do, he couldn't. Whatever he was, he was like, "Hey, would it be okay if I went and dated this other girl?" And, and so I and, guess that's my point. And you, Ole Miss you, said, you go yes, back go. every season before this, it'd be hard. Where would you have fired him I'd, after I'd, Black I'd, Monday? That would be the most recent point. Yes, because you're not firing him after the Fayetteville Super Regional. No, of there was not. no reason. We were a national seed. You get beat by Tennessee Tech, and there's an Arkansas team that the ball was in the air, and if the kid catches it, they're the national champs. They were very good. You yeah. can't, you cannot argue that Arkansas was a bad baseball team that year. You can easily make the argument that Arkansas was better than Ole Miss that year. Yeah, sure, they were okay. the better team. Sure. 2020 was a COVID year. You can't fire him last year because you lost Game Three of a Super Regional against Arizona, who's a very good baseball team. They were a very good baseball team last year. They were a national seed. They were a very good baseball team last year. They were better than so Ole Miss. So that's my point. Is I know where are you firing him? He hasn't done for, for the again. Which, I, I, look, I have no problem with Mike, but for the people who want Mike fired, he hasn't done them the favor of losing the regional, where you just get to go. Oh well, there's the splice point. He didn't do that. Nope. Doesn't make it easy. No. They don't have bad so seasons. So while I understand what you're saying, you know, we're playing devil's advocate here because it'd be a really shitty podcast to go, yeah, you're right. All right, moving on. <laughs> Joe Madden last night, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and I understand what you're saying. It's not, though. It's 22 <laughs> seasons of a fail. Because here's the point. And now look, put a, there was a post on our board that made sense. I okay. agree with this. All right. It's not one game. It is a lack of finding a way to manage a postseason schedule over time where you do not feel like he correctly manages the postseason. Because when you have a record in the postseason that is far under what your regular season record is against comparable teams, sure, that means something is different in those instances unless you're just the most unlucky human being on the, on the planet. Is it possible that there is a degree of unluckiness? It also here's the other part of this. They haven't hosted a super regional since 2014. Right. They're constantly playing better teams. Right. Or at least successful teams. They're not Ole Miss early in the tenure. They got this break a couple times. Virginia in 09, Miami in 06, where a two seed wins or you get whatever. Yeah. But it's been real chalk lately. Like they hadn't gotten that. Oh look, they're playing Dallas Baptist. That's cute. Right. That's not happening. That's not. Right. UConn coming out and doing that. Like, that yeah. that's not going on. 
So his failures are managing a super regional or a, a postseason, mm-hmm. and then two, not winning that extra or two extra regular season games that puts them in a better situation in the postseason. Now it comes back to now that you get into the well, it's is it, real complicated is it because, because the job Ole Miss is, has yeah the job is hard. It's yeah. harder to go twenty and ten at Ole Miss than some other places. I'm yeah. not saying the S word, but just in general, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So you're back there again, but when you look at it. Yeah, I'm going to get into what he should have won in a second. But Mike Bianco is, in his career, is, I don't know, 60 games over 500 in SEC play? Something like that? You know I mean, I could look it up, but let's just, for the hell of it, say 60 games over 500. It's a strong number. Yeah, well, that's probably too high, but whatever. Um, in this scenario, where they won game one and lost game two, it would be six, seven, eight, one, one and eight. It would be one in ten in games to go to Omaha. Okay. One in ten yeah. is not the smallest sample size. No, no, it's not. That's a very reputable real number. Mm-hmm. I know. And you go, nope, they just can't get through the postseason. We're good enough because it's back to the other argument. While I understand the, hey, it's hard to finish first or second in the SEC and those games should be at home, they're not losing to those teams in the postseason very often, or at least over the time. They've been eliminated by Utah, Tulane, Cal State, Bakersfield, William and Mary twice. TCU team that was fine but not great in 2012. Western Kentucky. I mean, we're not going back 20 years because that's irrelevant on this year's team. Yeah. But Southern Miss. Ole Miss, if they wanted them, could have gotten a ton of kids off Southern Miss's roster. Mm-hmm. They didn't. I mean, you're not blaming anybody. But that's what <clears throat> sure. it is. So, yeah, fi- okay, 54%. He's 342 and 287, so I was pretty damn close. 18, yeah. So 42 plus 13, yeah, okay. 55 games over 500 in SEC play. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. I, I, I know. And I, I mean, because at some point, because, <laughs> again, another point here. <laughs> okay. This is a, I mean, this is an eight-hour thing if you're going to run a conference table. I mean, we're pulling up charts and graphs and all kind of stuff. Sure. If you aren't saying it's a postseason issue, if you're saying, nope, 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 it's just the way it is, well, then it's either – the most horrendous luck in the history of mankind, because coin flips and baseball say you should win almost half the time in this situation. Sure. Or two, we have a program problem. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then why are you paying somebody the third highest paid salary in the country? Well, I, th- I think now, now their answer would be because we make money, and because no matter what we do right, on the field, right. we're selling season tickets, and it is financially responsible to See, spend. I'm that level more willing money. to go there than I am the post managing the postseason thing. I'm more willing to go, you know, this is about, at the end of the day, so many of the super regionals they lost, or regionals they lost, was because they ran out of pitching. So it's about evaluation and development and building a deep enough staff to get through a postseason. I think that, I'd be more willing to go there than I would the postseason thing part of it. Because I get why it's hard to go 20 and 10 here. I mean, hell, it's yeah, yeah, hard yeah. to go twenty and ten anywhere, but it's harder here than it is at some of the other programs in the league. Yeah, it just sure. is. Sure. They can accumulate more talent than you can accumulate. Sure. But no, your change is if you're saying it's not one game, it's because there is a repeated thing that you're seeing over and over and over again, and we do not believe that that is just coincidence. Yeah, that is why. That's why some of the coaches that have been mentioned 
some of their positives is that they maximize good seasons. Now, are they going to be less consistent than Mike? Probably because it's hard to damn hell to be more consistent. Yeah, he's. I mean, consistency is the hallmark of his program. They but, don't fall off. But can you maximize the seasons where you are in position? Yeah. And now the pitcher thing's also been replicated because they probably lost two Super Regionals because of injuries. Gunnar Hoagland got hurt. Probably wins if he stays healthy. Scott Biddle, they would have won had he, been, yeah. had he stayed healthy. And I guess the counterbalance to that would be people go, oh, other teams get injured too. Injured well, yeah. too you know? sure. Yeah, I mean. I mean, Arkansas has played this entire season without their ace. Yeah. I mean. Peyton Paulette's not playing. They're a different team if Peyton Paulette's the guy on Friday night. Frankly, half the damn SEC is doing it. Yeah. Everybody well, hurt. Mississippi State raises its hand. Yeah. Hey, we, we like to participate. Had Florida not gotten two dudes hurt, they probably are playing this weekend versus not playing this weekend. Yeah. LSU had injuries. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If Barry doesn't get hurt, they probably are in a host. Mm, and they're mix. not in Southern Miss. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's so. all that sort of stuff. So what he should have won or shouldn't won, I don't know. Let's go through it. We'll do that in a second. First about community mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. So you can look underwriting and understand your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. Brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, whether you're seeking an entry-level position or you're a seasoned professional, they have opportunities across the board. It's free for the candidate. All conversations are kept confidential, so you have nothing to lose by giving them a call. If your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, Service Specialist can help you as well. Get in touch with Will, Sydney, or Kelsey at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. I got a mailbag up late yesterday. It is after 7 o'clock. Um, bad performance on my part, but it's there. I did say at some point Wednesday, and 7 p.m. Wednesday is at some point Wednesday. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Uh, also brought to you by OPA, Oxford's newest restaurant on the historic square. Euros, wraps, kebabs, redfish, lamb chops, handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, an amazing candlelit patio and more at 306 South Lamar, just south of the Square Courthouse in Oxford. And we're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. If you're thinking about a uh, summer vacation, already thinking ahead to the holidays perhaps, get in touch with John. He knows how to create a uh, special trip that makes a lifetime of unique memories. You don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of the services. Just give him a call, give him an email, give him some parameters and a budget. He will give you options you won't find on your own. 901-494-3387 or send him an email at jedwards at regencytravel.net. Martin Palomo and I will be taping a Mind on My Money a little later today. That's brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle represents clients in more than 20 states. They've got advisors in multiple states. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and so much more. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. Podcast also brought to you by Prime Shrimp, primeshrimp.com. Get restaurant-quality shrimp shipped straight to your door. Fewer than 10 minutes from freezer to plate, just popping in boiling water. 
turned at the halfway point and is ready to go for a meal of five different flavors, including their two newest ones, the Simply Shrimp, which allows you to uh, do it yourself. You can uh, season it yourself. Great for kids, great for people with a little more uh, discerning palates there. Also, Garlic Herb Butter is their newest. They've got the Signature, which is great. Kind of an all-purpose flavoring for that. The spicy one, the Louisiana Shrimp Bowl. And uh, the French Quarter Alfredo. It's a meal in a bag. You put it on rice, pasta, and have a uh, meal ready to go in fewer than 10 minutes. Use code MPW for $20 off your first order. Again, that's MPW at PrimeShrimp.com. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I get the I get the basketball analogy. Um, but it's, it's seven Sweet 16s in 21 years. But you've only been to the Elite Eight once. Yeah. It's kind of Mike Bray, Notre Dame-ish. A decent example. It, it is. It's, uh, you know, really good, nationally it's, it's, relevant. Someone earlier said Tennessee basketball. It's kind of Rick Barnes. Damn good. Nobody talks about firing Mike Bray or Rick Barnes. But the other thing here is Nathan said it. He goes, I think Neil's right. Ole Miss staff's typically been built on dominant starters and maybe one or two great relievers. Rally, they had the depth of program like State. It's true. It's completely true. Ole Miss's I, 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 Ole Miss's Friday night in the SEC record over Mike's tenure has got to be incredible. Yeah, they've always have a dominant ace who wins more than he loses. Yeah, but they're not losing regionals where that's a matter. They're losing super regionals, which are two out of three, and are just a normal weekend. Which yeah. is my point. Which is okay, but that doesn't matter during those. You're just trying to win two games. Ole Miss wins two games a lot during the season against the same caliber of teams that they are losing to in the postseason. Yeah. So why? And if you go back through it. 2005, they were the first or the second best team in the country, and they lost a really close two out of three series to the other team who was first or second in the country. Yeah. Nobody in the country would debate that Ole Miss and Texas were by far the two best teams in the country. And Texas season. went on to win the national title. Didn't lose again. Right. Augie Garrido said he won the title in Oxford, not yeah. Omaha. They ran through. They beat the hell out of Florida in the final. An Ole, a Florida team that Ole Miss beat four out of six during the regular season. Okay, 2006 – and I'll be quick. I'm not going to do a big oral history here. 2006, they win game one against Miami. It was a Miami team that did not host a regional. That was a Miami team that was a two seed that went to Lincoln, Nebraska, won their regional with Jabba Chamberlain for Nebraska. Two teams were pretty similar. Ole Miss was coming off the head, Petway group, kind of had to retool a little bit. It was a young Miami team that was uber-talented. It yeah. was all freshmen for the most part other than John Jay leading into – or either him or Yonder Alonzo. I forget which one's older. Leading into that 2008 team that ended up being the number one team in the country going into the postseason two years later when they were all juniors. Right. So it was an uber-talented team for Miami. But that is a series that Ole Miss definitely had a shot at winning. Sure. They win game one. You've got two shots at home on your own racket. They Their, their young pitching got exposed. Because for Ole Miss, that was Buckbitch and Lynn and Satterwhite and those guys and Klein – Guys who were kind of in their first year, too, and Miami right. just won. Yeah. Um, should you win that? You're a host getting beat by a two seed at home? Sure. It's really now, in 2007, they just got popped. Arizona State was really good. They yeah. could have stole game one and probably should have won game one because Klein threw one hell of a baseball game. Would have still had a really hard time. I don't know how they would have won game three because right. they beat up Lance in game two. Yeah. It would have been a miracle to get through that in, 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 in game three. I don't think they would have. 2009, they blew it. That's the one they blew. Now, For I, multiple reasons. Right. I think that's Mike Bianco's worst coaching job in the postseason is 2009. They get you the, and I both agree on this one. When they won game one, they should have pushed, pushed Drew to game three. 
You and get a free you, shot in game two, which is going to give your team more confidence because they go, ah, Drew's back here. We're fine sure. tomorrow. It's cool. Give Nathan the ball and see what happens. Frankly, it would have helped Nathan. Nathan would have thrown much right. better in a game two than a game three. He was kind of Drew McDaniel 13 years ago. Like, there's talent, but he's got to kind of get it mentally for the most part. That was a mistake. Mike coach. Quick, quick question. Yeah, sure. Yeah. If Ole Miss wins game one, do you think about doing something different in game two and having Elliott pitch game three? No. No. no okay. No, no. I, I get they're throwing Hall in game two. and Yeah. Let me think about it. I, I said no immediately, but let me let me think about it. On the road, I kind of like to go get them. Oh, sure. I'm just trying to think, you know, Elliot's freshman. He's pitched a lot. You give him one more day. Yeah. And it would let you – because you could throw Drew in that moment going, hey, you beat these guys before, and if you lose today, it's okay. we got a shot tomorrow. All right, let me think about it. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I no, you're good. Thought. In 09, a couple different things. Mike managed tight because even – I think this shows the players you're managing tight. So, game one – to start the game, and I, well, I remember this. I don't know, but I do. Jordan Henry gets a hit to lead off the game. Is he, he doubles, I believe. I think it puts him on second base with nobody out. Okay. Logan Powers up next. They let Logan hit away, and he gets a two-run bomb. They're okay. at 2 nothing in the first inning. The next day, same situation. Jordan leads off, gets on second, and they bunt him to third. Oh, I remember that. And you go. Yeah, what are you doing? What are we doing? You got Drew on the mound. You're not hunting runs. Like, what are you? What, what, what's going on? Just go hit. Go play. And what Mike was asked about it after the game, and he goes, "Well, you know, we had Drew on the mound. We're just trying to get a lead. We thought we could hold it." It's like, yeah, but he hit the ball in the ballpark, and like to yeah. me, that's t- telling your team, "Hey, runs are hard to come by today. We're doing something different. We're right. getting out of that situation." He doesn't hold Drew. Drew ends up going seven. He was fine. I think he allowed like one run in seven innings or something. Yeah, he wasn't super sharp. Yeah. He was very good. He hung in there. Yeah. And then in the eighth, after the button the button error, he didn't go talk to go forth. You've got a freshman who's kind of freaking out. The stadium went freak-out mode immediately. Yeah. I mean, it's a feeling I'll never forget the rest of my life, how that stadium just – the air went – Yeah. Because it was a party. They're ahead – Two at five outs away. I mean, they were five outs. It was one out in the eighth inning. I did that on. I guess it was on Sunday. I had a couple people in the Ole Miss fans, and I sent them. I said, hey, "We got one out in the eighth. I went. Nothing's ever bad happened with five to go, right? You're good. All, all good the rest of the way." And they're like, "God damn, getting cussed out." So he didn't go talk today, but it blows up. He gives up a couple runs. What's also forgotten about that game is they actually loaded the bases with one out in mm-hmm. their next half inning and just didn't score, right. and that was it. And then they were zombies in game three. Yeah. That's the only. Those are the only two. Again, put yourself in better situations. You're at home. I mean, frankly, I've had people tell me that the bracket got changed last minute last year, and they got put into a much worse draw after the <clears throat> bracket was already released. Um, why or how? It's a conspiracy. Y'all go have at it. But I have been told that by people who would know um, that they moved some teams around. Because Oklahoma State, I think, was supposed to have been in Fayetteville or played them instead of NC State. There was like several teams that got pushed. Dave Van Horn would probably like a do-over on that. He would like he would like that. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, th- those are the two. Those are the two. It- it's those two. I mean, yeah. Arkansas. They were not the good, the best no. team. And without Gunner, they were not the better team against Arizona. No. So it's something that happened thirteen years ago, and Black Monday against Tennessee Tech. And 
that's a big one. It's a big one. I'm, I'm not minimizing it. Because you blew the opportunity sure. to host as the better team against Texas sure. in 18. Sure. But since that moment, they've been very consistent to this point. Three straight Super Regionals. Again, only one other program in the league can say that. That's No, I don't think – BWL is right. He goes, I don't think this team will be zombies. No, they won't be in game three. They, they won't. That oh, team no. was dealing with so much scar tissue back then. Yeah. That was a different – No, this this team this team's going to be fine. If they lose this weekend, it's going to be because Southern Miss beats them. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you that right now. It's not going to be an oak No, 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 not even a little bit. This is not even educated. It was educated when other things happened, but it's not educated anymore after they won last weekend. I don't think he's firing him if they lose. I don't think so. I have a. It su- is a guess. Yeah, I have a suspicion that his pool of candidates shrunk. Well, now I believe that for sure. Which, I feel educated about that. Which makes you. It's not the same hiring environment that it would have been. Makes you hesitate. Possible there's not a single firing in the league this year in baseball. Very possible all 14 come Uh, back. Quite possible. Because Kentucky, I don't think, is firing Mingione. Doesn't look like it. They can't afford it, or they don't want to. They don't want to spend the money on that. And Bohannon saved it. Yeah. It sounds like. Yeah, I don't know why you would fire him. He did fine. They played hard to the end. You're not trying. Alabama's not trying to win the national title in baseball. They're not. They're not. No, it's a different expectation. They they, they they want to be competitive, and they were. And had he had his starting pitcher all year, they'd be a different team. They would have picked up two or three wins, and they'd gotten in the tournament and whatever. Yeah, I mean, Nathan, you're right. It, it's The problem is not any one season when you go back to decisions. It's the aggregate. Sure. It's one for six. I get it. One and six. It's one for seven, actually, yeah. I get it, which, but it doesn't change what I'm saying. Is if it comes down to one game, it, it, you're making a one game decision, which is not the way you would prefer. And now look, it to happens make that in sports decision. all the time. It does. Football programs that make the playoffs keep the coach. Sure. Well, it's because he won a week 17 game. Sure. Well, he lost the week 17 game, so he's out. I, I mean, I prefaced my entire argument with, I get it. NCAA basketball coaches have been fired after losing in the first round of the tournament, whereas if they won, they probably saved their gig. For sure. Because most of these situations come down to one game somewhere. Yeah. Had you just done that, it's just the optics of it coming down to one game on Monday. Yeah, three and four, and there would be no way to even gripe. I mean, you go, okay. Because. In 18, and I guess four, but I'm not going back to 04 is something that matters. Mm-mm. I'm just not. Whatever. No. It's, it's, no. <laughs> it has zero relevance the on kids, today. The kids that are playing on, the kids that are playing in this weekend. When some that, were not born. Some were not born. Some were in diapers, and the, the older ones were toddlers. Yeah, it doesn't have an impact on None today. of them are even yeah. in kindergarten. Grady Henchman yet. is not the reason that anything happens this weekend. No. Wherever Grady is now. <sighs> And then you take like 16. He loses the regional in 16. He did a really good coaching job to host in 16. Yeah. So I'm not even holding that against him and losing the regional. Now, you don't want to go 0-2 in your own regional. You lost to a four seed. But yeah, that was not a very good team. 
and he kind of got on there. They yeah. got over the hump and, and whatever. So, no, it's six, it's nine, it's 18. Those three seasons. Out of 21, 20, 20, 21 years that have had postseasons, it's three seasons. Oh, it's all about postseasons because they've been in the postseason every year but one. I mean, they, they, they're, they've been remarkably consistent. Trey LaFleur is at Louisiana Lafayette and actually hit a home run in one of the regional games a couple days ago. Oh, good for him. Yeah, I saw that on the uh, – Someone asked what Van Horn's re- super regional record is. I have no idea. I mean, I can quickly tell you how many times he's gotten there versus lost it. Hold on. Um, at Nebraska, he played in three super regionals and he won two of them. And at Arkansas, he has played in one – Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's in his ninth Super Regional, and he's been to Omaha, I think, five times. But hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six. So he's actually six and two in Super Regionals. Wow. He hasn't played the ninth one yet. So he's six and two with the ninth being played. Isn't that crazy? That's you doing the one play thing. They catch a fly, a pop fly in foul territory in 19. They win a national championship and his legacy looks so different than it does today. Oh, he goes down as a legend. I mean, he's been there, a, got you, him over the you'd hump, have a ring and you're consistently in Omaha. You took two different teams to the College World Series. Hadn't been happening a lot. Yeah. We're talking about Augie, and I mean, only a couple teams have done that. He will look back, I think, on that play. In I, the I've told you this like 10 year. times. I don't think I'd ever be able to sleep at night because it changed everything. Yeah. And then last year, to not, what a weird way for them. That was a, that was a really good baseball team. That was a, a very balanced, talented baseball team. And they just ran into, I think they ran into the hottest team in the country. NC State got royally screwed last year in Omaha. I mean, royally screwed. They would have played Vandy, right? Yeah. Yeah. With Vandy having to win. Yeah, and NC State, all the COVID dudes, and just, come on. Yeah, Van Horn's on a bit of a heater. Omaha in 18, Omaha in 19, Super Regional is the number one team in the country in 21, and then back. I think they're winning this weekend, too. Do you? I do. There's a steadiness about them that is. I, I I think. I think they are kind of playing with some house money too because they they got whacked in Hoover a couple of times and all the stuff with the announcer talking about Michael Turner the catcher there and all that stuff and then they go to lose the way they lost on Sunday and then to turn around and win in that environment on Monday. Because it was bouncing. Yeah, that probably, just the mental part of it, they probably are pretty confident right now. Yeah, Stillwater was, you know, Stillwater was rocking. And people that want the game to grow and you look at environments like that and regionals and stuff, it's, yeah, you're, mm-hmm. you're getting your wish. Mm-hmm. That place was crazy. And they... They give me you know, balls in the air in, in in left field. That's the second out of the ninth inning, and you don't make that catch because the kid falls down, and then you lose the game. Yeah, you you go to bed that. It'd night. been easy to go. This just didn't our. This deal. wasn't this wasn't meant to be. We're gonna walk into this hot box tomorrow, and 
you know, he's fine. No huge deal. And he's been once. Holiday at Oklahoma State's kind of doing an underachieving thing. He can't quite. A little bit. He's got a little mic in him. He can't quite get over it. Yeah. They went in 16, so he does have he does have one that matters. But his career and winning basically 40 games every damn year, regional, super regional, regional, college world series, regional, regional, super regional, regional, regional. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> winning championships is hard. It is. It's the part that I don't know that sometimes we give enough credit to. How hard it is to win a championship. Mm-hmm. How lucky you have to get, in addition to everything else, to win a championship. How many outside variables have to go your way that you have no control over to win a championship. Mm-hmm. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 MBPS, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's NESpark.com. 662-238-3159. Phone service, parental controls, network security, a wireless mesh extender if you need that extra step, and much more. Again, 662-238-3159. If Ole Miss wins this weekend, I highly recommend that you're ready to go to collegecornerstore.com to get your Omaha gear. They'll have it up pretty much right away. Um. If Ole Miss wins, we'll have a, whether it's Sunday or Monday, as soon as the game's over, I'll start a hand-raise guys right away. I'll be with you until Chase gets done with his work and gets back to some place where he has Wi-Fi and then he'll join in. We'll take calls. We'll talk about it. That'll be brought to you if it happens by the College Corner. It's your one-stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson area. Uh, in Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. Like I said, collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram will have a uh, hand raise guys up later today, later uh, this evening. Who is it? You're talking to Carl Lafferty? I am, yes. Carl Lafferty will join. Trey Wallace of Outkick will join. We'll talk uh, SEC football, SEC baseball, some other things. That's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. We're brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry in Oxford, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard. They've been serving the Oxford area for about 75 years. Um, engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, whatever. They've got it. It's the gold standard in fine, fine jewelry. Uh, LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. ACS, Automation and Control Systems, LLC, is owned by my friend Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. It is a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. If um, you're in need of custom HMI and SCADA solutions or large horsepower VFD specialist, ACS has you covered. They can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. ACS LLC MS.com or 662-601-4381. Game Changer patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. You have the warm-up patch used before while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. It's uh, GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. And we're brought to you by Dead Soxy. Father's Day almost upon us. When is Father's Day? Is it next Sunday? Uh, is right? 
yes. I don't, I, keep, I don't keep up with. It's always, no, 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 in two weeks. I thought it was always the middle Sunday in Omaha, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, maybe that's right. I don't know. You would be the one that would associate Dead Soxie with, I mean, I, I'm sorry, I, Father's Day with. June 19th. June 19th. So you got a couple. Oh, yes, it's next Sunday. That is correct. Next Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's almost upon us. Dead Soxie has the perfect gift for any budget. Whether as a gift or buying for yourself, Dead Soxie is excited to help you celebrate with style. Go to deadsoxy.com. Take advantage of the site-wide 35% off sale. Stock up on the gift. Your feet will thank you for time and again. Uh, it's deadsoxy.com. Promo code REBELGROVE for 35% off your entire order. And we're brought to you by Hawkeye Portable Buildings, 7991 Highway 7 South in Hawkeye. At Hawkeye Portable Buildings, they custom build your building to your specifications. However you want your carport, ATV or storage shed, barn, hunting cabin, or other buildings, Hawkeye Portable Buildings can accommodate you. You pick the color, the style, the windows, and the doors, and Hawkeye Portable Buildings will make it happen. In-house financing is available. There's free delivery and setup within 75 miles of Hawkeye. For more information, call 662-226-2233. Or go to HawkumBuildings.com. You can also find them on Facebook or Instagram at Hawkum Portable Buildings. Looking through here, I thought it was interesting you uh, ranking your five favorite episodes of The Office. You went with the uh, the sentimental for the first couple. Yeah, yeah, I did. I get it. You've been around that long with it. it, it yeah. That's the one. It's the, 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 the heartstrings one. Yeah, there were a few that were just make you feel good. Because if you watch that show week by week the characters kind of became your friends you you were invested oh, sure. you were yeah, invested yeah, yeah, yeah. in the characters it probably more than most shows they did a really good job of that over yeah. nine years because there's lots of shows you really like but you don't necessarily care i mean you always pick your favorites and care what happened to them but i don't think anybody's turning on breaking bad and going oh my god like you know want Walt to come over for a <laughs> no, beer. I no. mean, that's not really the... No, I mean... Know. It's more of a comedy thing. I mean, you know, you're How Much Your Mothers and Friends and Cheers and different things along those lines, but... There's some really good episodes of The Office. I mean, there really are. The, the, the way they developed Dwight's character was absolute genius. That was a very complex character. Did it keep the same like director and creator the whole way through, or do you have multiple people who kind of were able to do that under the same? That's a great question. Home? I don't know. Because a lot of times in those popular shows, you'll see like the main guy leave after a couple seasons, and it kind of it's hard to keep yeah. the same tone. Character development changes. I mean, even when the, Steve Carell left, and you thought, "Well, that's the end," and they had a little lull there where they figured trying to figure out how to get. In the end, I mean, those some of the best episodes of all. Michael Scott wasn't there, which is interesting. I mean, Michael Scott was the main character for the first what seven seasons, mm-hmm. and then they found a way to make the other characters bigger than Michael Scott at the end. It was genius. No, that's that's one of the better TV things. I mean, it's it's in the same vein, and that's a better example than what we talked about with. You know, Friday Night Lights, where they completely changed scenes and it worked. Yeah. But you still had Eric Taylor. Yeah. Still got the family. You still, you're not completely. Yeah. That's what I mean. They kind of, so they they were able to make you where you cared about Jim and Pam. You cared. You would have had to have a new coach at Dylan and been fine. Right. Yeah. That's, that's. Right. uh, eh. 
you would have been more concerned with taking the, the cameras to Pennsylvania. Hardman says, hot take, the Will Ferrell episodes of The Office weren't that good. They weren't. They were the worst. They, they, they were not good at all. Grind says, rank these ice creams. Cookies and cream, chocolate, butter pecan, strawberry, chocolate chip. Now rank them as milkshakes. Uh, chocolate chip's number one. You think chocolate chip is number one in both ways? Uh, probably- my chocolate is my second favorite ice cream here, but strawberry is my second favorite milkshake here. Cookies and cream milkshake would be good. Um, I like butter pecan as an ice cream. I don't really have any interest in butter pecan as a milkshake at all. Yeah, it's true. Because I really like butter pecan as an ice cream. I'm not a big strawberry person in general. Really? I like strawberry Pop-Tarts. That's about it. Really? Yep. Frosting or no? No. No frosting. No frosting. No frosting. You know that? You know the, the unfrosted actually have more calories than the frosting? I'm aware. Okay. But I mean, if you're eating Pop-Tarts. At that point. Do you it, really care at that point about calories? A Big Mac meal, a double cheeseburger, and a Diet Coke. Um... Diet Coke. <laughs> Diversity Day is on The Office is the show that you could not film today. Oh, that doesn't happen today. Couldn't do it. The network knocks that one. Completely. Couldn't do it. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's great. Got another email from USM. I was seeing if they had any new information actually in it. It's actually the exact same email I got yesterday at 4 o'clock. They done a good job getting ready for it. I don't know. You're gonna find out. They gave us times. They gave us stuff. Ole Miss practicing at two forty five on Friday. Yeah, they're leaving. They're practicing in Oxford today, and then driving down tonight. Just from a historic standpoint, uh, the Oklahoma softball team likely uh, gets their national title. I think it makes them fifty nine and three on the season when oh. they win tonight. They beat Texas sixteen to one in Game One of the uh, the championship series last night. Wow! Uh, yeah, I think they they have played sixty game fifty nine or sixty games, and they have forty two or forty three run rules, something along those lines. Um, yeah, <clears throat> dominant. Uh, yeah, it's it's it's, and then you get to the College World Series and basically play home games. Yeah, and it creates and I mean it's a, whatever not moving the thing because of them, but it's just it's it's an interesting deal there for uh, for that. So if you care about that kind of thing, uh, Celtics win Game Three last night, one sixteen one hundred one hundred. They were down eighty seven eighty six at one point in the third and just went on a run the rest of the way. Uh, Steph hurt. Don't know that he. Oh, uh, is he get hurt? Yeah, he uh, he got Horford fell on him and he has a foot or an ankle thing and oh. He was hobbling pretty good last night after the game. He said that he would probably be fine, but it's very similar to the sprain that cost him almost a month earlier this season. When is game four? Thursday night. No, uh, Saturday night, 48 hours. Okay. Or Friday, whatever, two days from yesterday. So Friday. So Friday night. Yes, that is correct. Uh, and then uh, kind of the other thing this morning for people, from a business standpoint, it's it's fascinating. We probably should spend some time on it when I'm trying to stay away from golf. The PGA Tour has suspended all LIV golfers from all events um, that hit the ball in the air this morning in London. So Okay. Yep. Hold up. Uh-huh. So if you're playing in the LIV in Saudi Arabia. It's in London, but the Saudi Arabia back tour. Okay. It's around the world. They have okay. one in Portland here soon. So if you're playing in that tour, you're suspended from the PGA Tour. You cannot play a PGA Tour event. 
Which includes like the U.S. Open, right? Mm -mm. So that's the catch in this. Okay, so help me out. The majors are all different people. Augusta obviously decides the Masters. They okay. can tell you. All right. The U.S. Open is operated by the USGA, the United States Golf Association. Okay. They came out yesterday and said that they are not prohibiting any of the LIV players from the U.S. Open next week. Okay. They said they had already set their rules and it would not be right of them to change the rules one week prior to the event. So they okay. are still now next year. I think they would kick them out, but for right now they can play next week. The PGA Championship is done by the PGA of America, which is. Like club pros, teaching right. professionals, mm -hmm. not the PGA Tour. Okay. I don't know what they're going to do. And then the British Open or the Open Championship is obviously the Royal and Ancient Club, the RNA in Europe. So the PGA Tour does not operate any majors. Okay. The biggest event that the this this ruling keeps them from every regular season event, and then the Players Championship would be the biggest event that they would be the one in Jacksonville. From. That is correct. Yes. Okay, that's the one which is the largest purse in golf. Okay, outside of the Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Um. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, we got a minute. Go ahead. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I even want to attack this. The LIV tour mm -hmm. is putting together these massive purses. That's correct. And guaranteed money. Forget purses. Even are they? Is this sustainable economically for them? They don't care. I mean, we're talking about the sheiks. They've got billions of dollars. Okay. They're trying to make Saudi Arabia a tourist destination. They're trying to just do, use it as promotion, and they're just using golf as a way to do that. Okay. They're just spending money. I mean, Dustin Johnson, $125 million, Phil, $200 million, I don't know how a player... I don't know how a young player... Turns it down. Turns it down. That's, to me, that's what's more interesting. Okay, Andy Ogletree, Mississippi kid. Okay. Okay. He finished like second or third in the USAM a couple years ago, and he's been hurt, and that's affected his ability to run through it. But he's a very talented golfer. Okay. He's in the LIV this week. His road to a PGA Tour card was going to be very complicated, very expensive, and take a long time. I don't know what he's getting paid, but it's seven figures overall. He just signed something that would change his life. How how could you advise him to not take that money? You would have well, to. Well, your catch. Okay. What if this thing dies in 18 months and the PGA Tour goes, yep, you guys played on it, you're forever forbidden. You're out. Is that likely? I don't know. How pissed off they are they? Why are they so pissed off? Well, they're protecting their product. Okay. They're trying to protect their product. If we say you're, you're banned, then that's going to keep some people from jumping. But they don't stop people from going and playing over in the like Australian circuit or the British circuit. They give right? you a certain number of year. You can't necessarily just go join the tour and play 15 times. Okay. Because, see, that's the catch, too. The LIV is going to have, like, 15 events. Okay? Well, it, most, most top PGA Tour players only play, like, 18 to 20 events anyway. Right. So, so if you're joining that tour. You're pretty much playing on that tour. For the most part. Okay, so is it possible? And I'm, I'm just, you can tell I'm, I'm learning about this on the fly. Is it possible that, look, if you can play the 15 LIV tour events and, and you can still play in the, the, British, the British Open or the Open Championship and you can still play in the Masters and you can still play at the U.S. Open, that was all you were going to have to do anyway? My, somebody says it here. I, my guess is, the, is Augusta will tell them no. It's just a guess. But Augusta, my guess Augusta, is Augusta will tell National the LIV players no? That's my guess. Well, that would be a game changer. That's my guess. I could be wrong. But Augusta typically, and correct me if I'm wrong, you know far more about this than I do. 
Augusta typically doesn't really care about anything but Augusta, and you'd rather typically? have those players play, right? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I, oh, who okay. knows? I mean, we're, I'm not in my wheelhouse yeah. here. So I'm, I mean, typically, yeah. I mean, they don't really care about other people's rules very much. Just I mean, because been, somebody else does it, it's not really their reasoning. For that's anything. been my observation. Sure. The money is just so much more. I mean, it's just so much more. If nothing else, it's going to p- cause the PGA Tour to have to change ways to let guys get their card faster and get up faster. They've got to get a, find a way to get these top young players onto their tour. Because they have to see why some of these young guys are like, I have to take this money. These are young guys with young families. Because, and- see, those are the more interesting ones to me. Because the other guys who have jumped ship, now look, apparently Bryson's going to play the Portland event. That's a big name. Mm-hmm. Now he's weird, but it's a big name. Patrick Reed is going to play the Portland event. That's shocking no one, but big name. But today, the people in London, DJ's the only one that has a real relevance on tour. A lot of the guys are kind of past their prime to an extent, and yeah. you know what I mean. Where it's like, oh, okay, but is that really changing the PGA Tour necessarily? But if they start going after the good young players, which is what I would do if I were the LIV Tour, I'd throw money at the good young players. And they have; they're trying. Yeah. I mean, like I said, somebody said it was it was that there's a Twitter account called Monday Qualifying that follows a bunch of Monday qualifiers every week. They said some amateur told him that they got like six million up front and like two fifty hundred fifty thousand per event, and that was just an amateur I mean, or a rookie. So that's a guy in his twenties, right? Oh yeah, for sure. I don't. I mean, he, he's if he's married, he's freshly married. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. As he, opposed to tolling on the corn ferry, where you got to be a top thirty player to break even. I mean, how do you go home and say, "Hey, babe." We got offered six, Here's what you're also potentially $6 million. Doing. For some of those young kids, you also had to factor this in. If you really believe in yourself, you're potentially destroying your earning potential off the course. I took yeah. monies from, an, from a place who, I mean, their human rights are horrific. Yeah. And don't even apologize. Right. We're just going to pay you and we're still going to behead people. Right. I mean, you're, you're associating in ways that your sponsorships could go. Yeah. So that, by God, they better pay you. Yeah. That's the catch. Yeah. So I completely get why, yeah, it's Andy Ogletree's the Mississippi plan. It, I, I get why, like, Rory goes, nah, no more. Uh, 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 uh. And Justin Thomas goes, mm, mm, I'm, my bread's buttered. But for every good. Justin Thomas, there's. Oh, sure. Right? I mean, Justin Thomas is set. Yeah, 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 whatever. Look, the biggest hits are if Gusta says no. And somebody in here said that Augusta had already told one of the former champions that he they, he did not think they would be allowed to play. Wow. It's that. And that by all those guys giving up their PGA Tour memberships, they're not eligible. And again, does this matter? In golf, it will to some people. They would not be eligible for any President's Cups or Ryder Cups. Because you have to be a PGA Tour member to play in the Ryder Cup or the President's And that Cup. would be significant. That's significant. That's a legacy sure. significance that, sure. that matters. Sure. If this blows up in two years, you get a lot of money, but you're there's a lot of egg on face too. I did yeah. this and I didn't. It's, yeah. it's pretty scummy. Yeah, but I mean, Justin Thomas had a really good answer yesterday. He goes, "Look, I don't dislike DJ. Now he did what he wanted to do. Cool, we can all." He goes, "In today's environment, nobody can just go. Hey, I kind of disagree with that, but I still like you as a human." He goes, "We don't really hear that much anymore." He's <laughs> no, like, we "Don't." He's like, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I'm not doing it, but whatever. You know, it's all good. But I would, I get why someone would go, I can't turn this money down right now. No, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get I, the calculus. I 100% get it. Look, I'm fascinated by it. 
Because it still could go to court because the PGA Tour still operates these people as independent contractors. The point of golf forever has been, ah, we can just play wherever you want to play for the most part. and Everybody gets along to some extent. Now, I don't know this because I'm not as educated on this side of it. Somebody said that if you're playing all the LIV, you're also obligated to play a couple Asian Tour events. I wouldn't want to have to deal with that. No. But it started this morning. It's a team competition. It's a shotgun start. I mean, this thing is a... It has no TV partner. It's like being streamed. Yeah. It, but they're trying to get rolling. Well, yeah. 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 I mean, it's all about the money. No, and, 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 see, I, and I, look, to the credit of Dustin Johnson, he's the only one that's kind of said that. Yeah. Of, hey, look, I'm. it is what it is. It's a lot of freaking money. Yeah. A lot of the others are going, well, you know, here's, it's like, stop. Like, you're not choosing it because it's the better situation anywhere other than your pocket. No, it's it. Like, Kevin Nye came out and was like, I hope you guys continue to support me. It was just such a difficult decision. It's like, oh, shut up. You needed the money. You took the money. Yeah. Which, whatever. Okay. But people get to respond to that, however. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the criticisms of the NBA with the NBA's close association with China, and the NBA gets so defensive when anyone talks about it. And it's a problem. And the NBA makes a ton of money in China, and they love the money. I'm wondering a little bit if those guys that joined the LIV, I'm wondering if they're going to get hit too by the club manufacturers losing their money from those deals because they're not on TV the same way. Could be. And they're not, A, they're not as likable. So are you really buying Dustin Johnson's driver as much today as you were two weeks ago? I don't know. I mean, who knows? Or. A lot of meetings happening. Ooh. Yeah, if I'm tailor-made, I go, you want to pay Rory a little more money instead? Oh. Apparently they offered Tiger like hundreds of millions of dollars, and he said no. But he has no interest. He has no interest. He's legacy hunting at this point. Yeah, and he's got all the money in the world. Yeah, it's not changing his life. Yeah, Tiger Tiger can call an, a potential endorser and say, "Hey, I'd like to endorse your product." And they say, "We'll we'll bring a we'll send the plane right out, Mister Woods." <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't hear no. What is your What would you like for lunch, Mister Woods? Yeah, we'll ship it in. Yeah. So, no, well, it's about the money. I mean, it started today. Yeah, they're they're playing right now, and just outside of London, they had like the what are the things called with the big bushy black the the military oh the the royal guard yeah, the royal guard thing yeah so yeah we'll follow it it's a, it's a, it's really interesting from a from a from a business standpoint it really is it's kind of fascinating so. Anyway, there's uh there's that. We'll have hand raised guys to you later on. Again, uh Trey Wallace, Carl Lafferty on that, and then Ole Miss and Southern Miss, Saturday, three o'clock, first pitch from Pete Taylor Park in Hattiesburg. A lot of fans, termites, all kind of stuff going on there at the uh, at the park this weekend. So I hope all of you have a wonderful day and be safe traveling down to the Pine Belt if you are uh doing that. And we'll talk to you again soon.